What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at We Are Ablaze. Where we get so focused on 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 our friends and, and like maybe the girl that we're into or a boy that we're into or maybe we get so focused on like I want to be the next somebody like I want to get like famous on social media I want to get that blue check mark or I want to make it as an artist or where I want to become like this big shot doctor and like you just get so focused on like what it is that you want to be that you start focusing on like what do I need to do to achieve that like, I want to be so popular in school that everyone knows my name. And so you get focused on what do I have to do to be popular? What do I have to do to get people to like me? And, and we get in this place where it becomes an obsession. And one of the, the scriptures that I want to kind of read out of and start us off here tonight is over in Matthew, and it's in chapter 6, starting in verse 19 through 24. And, and it says this, and I'm reading now the, the Passion Translation, but it says, Don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually will rust, decay, and lose its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourselves that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. The eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. But if your eyes are focused on money, or we could even say if your eyes are focused on uh, your status, or if your eyes are focused on your, 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 your platform or your fame or, or even your money, the light cannot penetrate in darkness will take its place. How profound will the darkness be within you if the light cannot enter? How could you worship two gods at the same time? You will have to hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't worship the true God while being enslaved to the God of money or being enslaved to the God of popularity or the God of, uh, of fame or the God of, of, of a platform or the God of a relationship. You know, really like what it all comes down to that I really just want to hit on tonight is you don't need to identify yourself or, or you can find yourself identifying yourself with the stuff. Because if we, if we put ourselves in that situation where we're constantly chasing after that girl because she's just so pretty, or we're constantly chasing after that boy because he just smells so good, and everything we think about all the time is like, oh, if I, can just, if I could just change my hair, maybe they'll talk to me, maybe they'll look at me, or maybe if I, if I talk differently, if I act differently, maybe they'll notice me, and we start to obsess over if I can be with that person, then my life will be complete. Or if I can be with, I say, if I could be that person, <laughs> if I could be with that person, my life will be complete. If I could get that level of followers on my Instagram, if I could have that many retweets or shares or that long of a streak, people will love me. If people watch my TikTok over 500,000 times, or if I can get 10,000 followers, like they're going to think I'm amazing and it's going to be awesome because at that point, that's when I am somebody. 
we get trapped in that, that mentality of, of, of the, I guess, the, the world of social media. And, and I know that, like, I feel like people probably, because you, you guys are, like, that generation where, like, social media is, you know, your world. <laughs> and so I'm sure there's probably older people that are like, you need to get your phone out of your hand. You need to get in a book. You know, so I understand. I'm not trying to be like that person that's like, get off social media. Because no, I believe that you should be on social media. And I should, you should have a platform. And, and, and it should be a place that you can have a, a public speaking. And you should be able to have influence over there. But you have to be able to do it. And you have to have it in a way that is responsible. You have to use it for the good. You know, you have to use it in a way that, that it doesn't corrupt your mind. You have to use it in a way that doesn't corrupt other people. But, but that's a whole other thing. But, but mainly what I want you guys to understand is that you cannot be defined by the people. Because if the people go away, you will be no one. If everything that you attach yourself is dependent on if it leaves or not, then it's not meant to be something that you should grab your heart uh, grab your heart to heart to <laughs> grab your heart with you shouldn't attach your heart to that because Jesus will never go away if you attach yourself to Jesus you will always be somebody you know TikTok is cool and awesome right now and maybe I don't know everyone in this room I, I don't you know I haven't scrolled TikTok long enough to find you yet I found some of you so I've seen you. But, you know, I imagine that there might be some people that have got like some, some videos that have gone, you know, relatively viral, and that's cool. But if you live your life for those viral moments, you're always going to be chasing those viral moments for validity. But if you live your life for Jesus, the validity is constant. The validity, validity is everlasting because he's that darn good. You see, our focus you know, over in this, in this scripture, it said, where'd it go? The eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. So if your eyes are not focused on the stuff, if your eyes are focused on Jesus, they're not unclouded with all the things of this world, the light can come in. Because as it said earlier in this verse, it's like those treasures and stuff, they're just temporary. They're just things that are for now in this life. And I'm not saying, again, you shouldn't have those things because you should. Because God does give you the desires of your heart. You are meant to be blessed. You are meant to be prosperous. But the moment it becomes your God, the moment it becomes something that dictates how you live your life, that is when it becomes a problem. You guys are quiet tonight. You feeling good? taking it in, taking everything in. Good. That's good. So if your eyes are focused on the stuff, the light cannot penetrate and darkness will take its place. It can become unhealthy. 
It can become a place where, again, like you're driven by it and you become consumed by it and it becomes your identity and it becomes your identity when it finally goes away. If it goes away, you know, maybe you'll get lucky and it never does, but you are called to be set apart from this world. You are called to be in a position to where you're not moved by what the world does. You're not moved by what society dictates is this and society, I can't talk tonight, what society dictates is that. You are set apart. And it says that over in Romans 1.1. It says, Paul, a loving and loyal servant of the anointed one Jesus, he called me to be his apostle and set me apart with a mission to reveal God's wonderful gospel. You see, we're called to be set apart, yet we allow ourselves to be chained by our desires, but we want to be able to be trapped into the engine. We don't want to be trapped in the image that people want us to be or who we think they want us to be. See, we need to think about the things of heaven. I'm over in Colossians 3, 2 to 4. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is in your life, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. So I need two volunteers real quick. Caden and Chloe. So I may have done this before, you know, relatively recently, but that's okay. We can, it's a good illustration, and I want to make sure, what am I doing? Here you go. All right, so Chloe, if you'll just take this in. I want you to, you can just step off the stage right there. And then, Caden, why don't you just come around. And you just go all the way over there, and you take this in right here. And you guys just pull it, pull it as tight as it'll go. No, no, but hold it from the metal end, the metal end right there. Hold it from the metal end. Don't, like, pull it so tight that you're, like, just keep it tight. Okay, so this string, this cable right here is eternity. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Now, if you two will just kind of shuffle down for me a little bit, because I need Caden a little bit closer to me. Just keep on cruising. Keep on cruising. Just keep on going. Man, I really hope that shows up on the recording, because that's just so cute. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So you see this long line. Here you go. How about you just come over? Yeah, right there. You see this long cable here. This is eternity. In reality, to you, this cable is only 25 feet long. This is a guitar cable. I use it, and it is far too long for what I need anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I need like 10 feet, but for whatever reason, I've had this cable since I was 12 years old, and so it's still here. So this is my, my first instrument cable that I bought you know, after I got my starter pack. This is, this is mine. All right, so this is 25 feet long, way more than necessary for guitar for me. But this is representing eternity, and I need you to pretend for me that, you know, Chloe's got that in over there, but I want you to imagine that it just goes straight through her neck and goes through her body, and it just keeps on going down. It crosses over Wall Triana, and it hits Decatur, and eventually it's going to hit Muscle Shoals, and it just keeps on cruising and keeps on going until it gets so far west that you can't even think. That's west, FYI. So north is this way. South is this way. Yeah. Never eat soggy waffles. Sure. <laughs> anyway, so it just keeps on going west forever. And it just, it's just forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And it just keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps on going. This is eternity. And at one point, at some point in your life, you're going to spend eternity 
somewhere. And right now, this little white piece here that I have wrapped with some electric tape, this is the life that we're living on earth right now. This tiny little section right here, this little itty bitty bit. And if I had to guess, and I, you know, I'm not really good with like guesstimating when it comes to measurements, I think that's maybe three inches, roughly, you know, of 25 feet even. That's pretty minimal. I don't know the percentage. I'm not going to do it, but I imagine it's pretty small percentage wise. And then when you really think about it, if this cable actually truly went on for an eternity's length, that's itty bitty small, like microscopic, nanoscopic, so small that you probably wouldn't even see it. If you could see how long the cable of eternity actually was, you would not be able to see this tiny little bitty piece of this cable. Now, this life, while it feels like a long time for us, oftentimes we're so focused on this piece right here. You know, right now you're in middle school, and so you guys are thinking about high school, and you're thinking about your college, or you're thinking about what you're going to do for a living, or you're thinking about who you're going to marry, or possibly how many kids you're going to have. You're thinking about, you know, the things that we kind of talked about, like, I want to get to this level. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to have status. I want to be somebody. I want someone to love me. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. But really, when it comes down to it, those things, those treasures that sometimes we attach ourselves to, those things, those treasures that we attach our identity to, how little do they really matter in the grand scheme of all of this? This cable that just goes on forever and ever. And, you know, and I, I'm not trying to, like, get onto you in the sense of being like, Guys, stop focusing on your piece of the cable and focus on it forever because maybe you're living your life right. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. And I want you to live your life right because that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you live your life correctly because I want you guys to have the fullness of God. You know that John 10, 10 life that I always talk about, the rich, abundant, awesome, amazing life that he gave to give you? He gave you this eternity of goodness, this eternity of awesomeness with him, but you're meant to live that right here. But to see, if we focus on the worldly things, we focus on those worldly desires while we're here, while yes, we may be saved, and while we, me, we might have like, you know, uh, uh, you know, no issue in eternity, while we're going to be fine when we die, but when we're focused on those things so much so that we're not fulfilling the purpose that God called us to live, the people that are around us that we had come in contact every single day, the ones that, that we have influence over, the ones that we're able to see in our classrooms or in our hallways or at the track meets or even at football or soccer or, or whatever, band, anything. The things that you like to do, the places that you go, you have impact in this tiny little piece. And if we get so caught up and focused on the stuff and we're trying to, to make something of us. 
We might miss out ministering to people. We might miss out being an influence on people. You guys can go ahead and just like drop that and sit down. I think that, you know, they get it. They understand it. But you see over in John 15, 16, it says, you didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. And I find that so interesting because, you know, I talked about social media and I talked about the things that that you guys are into. See, God could have placed you at any point in time in this world any point in time in history. But for whatever reason, he picked now as your appointed time. I mean, some of you might be like, well, I was an accident. But I tell you this, I don't know that it was accidental that that, I'm going to say it, that that sperm and that egg met perfectly and created you. Yeah, maybe in the sense you were not planned, and maybe there might have been a situation where it might have not been ideal, but God said, you can handle it. You can make something of yourself through me. I can use you in this situation. I, like we mentioned in that song, I can turn this for good through you. You were appointed for this time. You were chosen by God for this time. So if we focus on the godly things, we focus on the good things, we focus on him in this life, we can make the most of what he lived, what he called us to live for, the most of this purpose that he called us to do. You know, some people are, I understand, we just want to be appreciated, we just want to be loved, we just want to be acknowledged, we just want to live a life that's good and awesome and amazing and over in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I have good thoughts for you. I have good plans for you. God has ordained for you a good and perfect life, a life that you're meant to live in peace. But if we focus so much so on the stuff, we can get caught up in the mess of it all. Don't focus on those around you. Don't focus on the treasure so much because God's word says that he will give you the desires of your heart. If you are a basketball player and you want to go pro or you feel like you want to make a difference as a basketball player to use that as a platform, or maybe you're an artist and you write music and you're like, I just want to make it big. I just want to get a song that that just sets people off and just gets them pumping and jumped up and just dancing around. Maybe God wants that for you too because he wants the desires of your heart fulfilled. The desires that are in your life have been placed with a purpose. The things that you enjoy, the things that you love, that make you so unique is purposely created and catered to you. You know, we mentioned a few weeks ago in Ephesians 2.10, it says God has made you a masterpiece in his mind. You were created purposely on purpose for a purpose. Be cognizant of him. Be cognizant of that purpose. Don't get distracted by the things of this world because that's what the devil wants. The devil wants you to get distracted by the stuff. The devil wants you to be posting on on Instagram or posting on TikTok and being like, oh, if I can just get this many likes or if I can just get this many shares, if I can get someone to do a duet with me, if I can get someone to just keep my streaks going, if I can just do this, if I can just do that. 
And if God, God wants to be able to use you, but if you're distracted like the devil wants you, it's hard to talk to you. You know, what did it say over in that verse? It said, if your eyes are clouded, the light can't come in. If your eyes are clouded with all the things, if your eyes are clouded with, with the status, if your eyes are clouded with, if I could just get that girl or if I could just get a girlfriend, I don't know what it is. If it's just, if I could just have that, if I could just do this, I could be somebody. You already are somebody. God has made you somebody. You know, over in Galatians 1.10, it says, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Don't live to please people. And you know, you know, people say this all the time, like, don't care what other people think. Like, yeah, I get it. To a certain extent, you know, please wear deodorant, brush your teeth, like, because people appreciate that. Like, we want to be able to like talking to you without being grossed out. Like, you should have care what people think to an extent, but don't live your life to please those around you. Live your life to please God. Live your life to please Him. Live your life to fulfill that purpose that He called you to do. Right now is your training ground. You know, it's like what Noah talked about in the tithes and offerings, like with the tutorial. As he was talking about that, I just kind of thought in my head, like, dang, like, when I was in middle school and I was in high school, I was in my tutorial. I was in that phase of my life where, you know, I was kind of like bumping around. I didn't really understand what the buttons did. You know, I wasn't really sure, like, where to go in the map. It didn't make sense to me. Like, I didn't understand who I was supposed to talk to, to to fulfill certain things or whatever. And, like, I felt like I was like that with God. And, and so I imagine that there's moments where you are in this life right now where you're just like, I don't really understand, but I just want to be around it. And to me, that's good enough for now. You're in the right place. As long as you could show up and show up to God and meet with him to say, God, I don't understand. I want to get in this tutorial and figure you out so I can understand how to live this life you call me to live. You see, middle school and high school, this is the perfect training ground for you guys. Because you guys can go in that school in between classes and pray for people. You can go in that school and see the same person every single day. So if you didn't pray for them one day, they're going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> if you didn't reach out to someone that you felt led to talk to, they're going to be there tomorrow. And those of you that are homeschooled, your brother and sister's right next door. In the bedroom next door. <laughs> You'll see them tomorrow. <laughs> You see, when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, I was focused on the stuff. I was focused on the things ahead. I wasn't focused on the present. I wasn't focused on the now. You know, some of you might know, you know, just because I'm sure I've talked about it before, but, you know, I... I've been playing guitar since I was 12 years old. When I was, like, growing up, I just thought, like, for sure, like, I'm going to be a rock star one day. Like, that was my dream. Like, I had, without a shadow of a doubt on my mind, like, that's who I was going to be. 
You know, I played in bands all throughout school and I identified with that. That's who I was. I made that who I was and I did everything I could to have people see me as that. And I came to this church, I came to this place every single Wednesday and I sat under the word of God and yes, I received the word of God, but I didn't really put it to practice. I didn't really utilize what I've been taught every single day. And I was so caught up in that focus and I was so caught up in, 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 in how my appearance was with it and I was so caught up in what people thought of me about that. What is this actually going to do? Are they going to see me in a different way? Will they not view me like that or whatever? And I was so caught up in that, that chain or, or that, that, that stronghold or whatever it might be. I was so caught in that thought that I wasn't fulfilling what God was calling me to do. You know, fast forward to when I was about 21 years old or so, I was working at the church. You know, I just started like maybe for a year or so, and I was at the church super early in the morning, and I was out in the parking lot, and a car had pulled up. And, you know, we were in the process of selling the old building, getting ready to purchase this property. And this lady pulled up, and she was talking to me, and she's like, oh, you're selling the church? You know, you know, what are they asking for it? And, I, you know, I was telling her a little bit of information that she was just asking about me. And she was like, you know, where did you go to school? You're like, are you from the area? And I was like, yeah, I'm born and raised here. I went to Bob Jones, like, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, my daughter went to Bob Jones. And I was like, oh, cool. And, uh, you know, she was kind of telling me about her a little bit. And, you know, we were just kind of talking. And she was like, oh, so did you go to this youth group? And I was like, yeah, I've been going here since I was 14. And then she was like, well, this is my daughter's name. Like, do you know her, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like, I actually know that girl. Like, we, you know, we weren't, like, super tight, but we were friends. We associated with one another. You know, we, we liked each other. We didn't, like, you know, avoid each other by any means. But then her mom asked, well, why didn't you ever invite her to church? And it kind of like hit me in that moment, like, dang. You know, I didn't ever invite that girl to church. And I didn't really have an answer for her at that time. And I wasn't really sure. And, you know, she kind of explained that her daughter wasn't doing well, that she kind of left home and just like, kind of just like went off and was living her own life, like states away, was just kind of going from guy to guy. And she wasn't ever like having an established job. She was always asking for money, just like wasn't having that good life that she wanted for her daughter. You know, and I try to think like it wasn't all on me. Like I wasn't the only reason that this girl's life sucked. You know, like it wasn't my fault that this girl was living off in sin. It wasn't my fault. But at the same time, I had opportunities. There was days, there was moments, you know, like we were what I would consider friends in high school. You know, I know that there's different levels of friends when it comes to school. Like you got your school friends, then you got your like your friends' friends. But, you know, we were school friends. Like we saw each other, we liked hanging out, you know, we enjoyed each other's conversations. So we were at that level. Like I had opportunities and I never utilized them. I never used them. So I just prayed with her mom that day and, you know, obviously was like, I'll invite her next time I see her or whatever. <laughs> Come out out. You know, I'm just joking. No, but it was just like, you know, it was just one of those things of, you know, after that conversation and I left that place, I was just like, God, like send someone on her path, like help her. 
you know, she states away, there's nothing I can do now. I can't go back. I can't go back to when I was in high school to minister to this girl. Like the time has already passed. I've moved up to the next ring of my tape on my cord of eternity. Like I can't do anything about it now. But I can learn from it. I can learn from those moments which is what I hope for you today. I hope that you can learn from my moment. You can learn from, from my moment of being focused on the stuff, my moment, my time of being so focused on my, my identity, my status of who I wanted to be that I wasn't paying attention to those around me. I wasn't paying attention to who God wanted me to minister to. And you know, and I, I understand, like, it is hard and it is difficult at times, but When you start digging into your relationship with God, you start seeking Him on a daily basis. You put your focus on Him. You fix your thoughts on God. That's when He starts to flow through you. That's when He starts to minister to you. That's when He starts to talk to you. That's when He starts to live through you. And your life truly becomes His You submit yourself to God so that he can use you. You start focusing on God's treasures and not on your own. So I want to encourage you tonight to leave this place saying or thinking on what's in my life that I'm so attached to? What's in my life that I am serving so much so that my vision has become clouded. Now don't leave this room and tell your parents that Cody told you to quit soccer team because that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying like, has it become a point in your life to where like that's all you think about? You live and you breathe it, you live and you breathe it and nothing else matters. That's all that you want. That's all that you care about. You don't care who talks to you. You don't care about reading your Bible. You don't care about the word of God. You don't care about getting in the place with him to hear from God. All you care about is becoming somebody. If you have something in your life like that that has made it to where it's just attached itself to you that you can't hear God anymore, or maybe you just can't clearly hear God anymore, evaluate those things in your life. See where you can shore up. See where you can shave some things off. See where maybe you can let some things go. See what you can do to clear your vision, to focus up on the things of God. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We want to remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are Ablaze Youth Ministries, grades 6 through 12. We hope to see you. Otherwise, be sure to keep on listening to the podcast.